There is a Toronto school that has banned cell phones. And as of Tuesday, they are going to be saying, hey, if you bring a cell phone to school, you can put it in your backpack. You can leave it in that backpack, but don't you take it out. And uh, I I did reach out to the school and the school's principal uh, for confirmation and uh, some of the details on this to see, uh, you know, if there was some point, uh, some catalyst, some point of contention, some uh, troubling issue in the school that led them to uh, make this rule, Uh, but they have not gotten back to me. But the concept still remains and hangs over us here that there is a Toronto school that is going to, uh, it's a senior public school, and they're going to disallow the use of cell phones in school, which made me say, when were you allowed to use a cell phone in school? Is that serious? I know that there had been talk about how we're going to use them as learning tools and we're going to use it to help out. The technology is going to help uh, students when it comes to, I don't know, research or note-taking or something like that. Now, admittedly, I'm a bit of an old guy on this stuff. I, I went to high school in in the early 2000s and I got my first, my very own cell phone, I think in grade 11. And I wasn't allowed to have that cell phone in school. If I was caught with that cell phone in school, I was sent to the principal's office. And that was in high school. So you're telling us now that in a senior public school, they've got, they're allowed to have cell phones and they've actually had to put in a rule. That's, that, that is confusing me a whole lot. But uh, to talk about some of the, uh, maybe the benefits of this sort of rule or the benefits maybe of having a cell phone in school weigh the pros and the cons. I've called up Ruth Rumack, who's a founder and executive director of Ruth Rumack's Learning Incorporated. Thank you for joining me, Ruth. You know, are there any pros or cons to having a, a cell phone in, in school, Ruth? I think that there are both positives and negatives to having a cell phone. That's why I called you. We got to break this down, Ruth. What, let's start with the positives. I think the positives are, actually there are a number of positives, especially for kids who may be a little forgetful or who have uh, difficulty writing things from the board very quickly. Let's say you're on your way out from class and your teacher has written the assignment on the board and you need to write it down in your agenda. Well, a very quick way to do that Mm -hmm. is to take a picture of it and then you've got it forever. There's no excuse. You can't say that you didn't write it down or you've forgotten because it's right there in front of you. I, I like that because I was always that kid who would have to get their agenda signed by the teacher <laughs> and by my parents to ensure that everyone had seen it. I was tracked uh, on all of my movements to make sure that uh, the right things were written down in there. If there was a picture, yeah, that would uh, that would be uh, definitely ensure the fact that I'd uh, gotten it done. So for a student such as yourself, a cell phone would be a really ideal tool because not only can you take pictures of the board where the notes are being written in case you haven't had a chance to finish writing the lecture or or the information for the day, but you can also dictate a to-do list. So as you're walking out of class, you could have reminded yourself on your your notes, uh, don't forget to hand in your history assignment tomorrow. Um, another great thing. Then you'd have to do the history assignment, Ruth. You would. That is true. <laughs> but there is digital stuff, you know, there's all sorts of assistive technology that can help you with that, too. Um, so another really good plus is the fact that if you have an assignment sheet, and those sheets tend to get lost quite often, crumpled, left at the bottom of the backpack, yeah. etc., you can take a picture of the front, you take a picture of the back, and then it's there, it's stored forever. So again, no excuses. You're at home, you don't remember what you're supposed to do, you look back in your picture log. So these, as the, these points, yeah, Ruth, uh, at, at this point, these are things that you would do maybe at the beginning and the end of class and to help you through that. 
Uh, but that's still a situation where the phone should be kept stowed away most of the class time. That's true. I think in a classroom situation, phones can be distracting, especially if they're being used inappropriately, if they're being used for social media, if they're, you know, people are being recorded, either teachers or students without their permission or their consent. Those are definitely problematic aspects. Um, The distraction aspect, you know, I talk to a lot of educators, both in the classroom and in one-on-one settings, and their feeling is that with, with good class management, a teacher can control what's going on in the classroom. You need to set up your expectations. You need to know what the rules are. And there will be times where a student is allowed, as you say, at the beginning maybe, at the end perhaps, to take out the cell phone to do what they need to do. Um, and certain students with particular needs may have permission to use them throughout the class. But in terms of the social media aspect or the texting aspect, that is definitely a detriment. That's one of the negatives that I see. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, at, at that point, you know, are they texting? If one kid is texting, that means that more than one kid in the classroom probably has their phone out unless they're texting someone in another class or someone at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, one, I know uh, educators. Oh, sorry. No, go on, Ruth. Yeah. Well, I know educators are concerned about, you know, sort of a, a cheating aspect that if you have a cell phone available to you, you have internet access, mm-hmm. you're able to get information that other kids don't have. Um, but I, I really think that given the right situation and the parameters are out there and set very clearly for the students, that most students are going to abide by that. The area that it becomes challenging or difficult is in the area of you know, texting and social media and even FaceTiming during a class. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is a real issue because, you know, if you're FaceTiming in, in a class when you're supposed to be working on something else, doesn't matter who you're, te- you're, you're FaceTiming with, the people around you are also being included in that FaceTime without their consent. And that, that I think, is the troubling thing. Yeah, then you, just to go back to the cheating aspect, when I was in high school uh, in uh, some of the uh, calculus classes and stuff, you were required to have a graphing calculator, yeah. one of these uh, big fancy ones, and you could save information in them. And uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, everyone figured out how to save formulas in yeah. the calculator so that they could cheat on their exams uh, long before the teachers ever figured out that that was even uh, something that they could uh, they could do. How important with, when it comes to having technology and a cell phone in the classroom is it that now the teachers have to stay ahead of the curve on what technology and apps are available on those phones? I think that's a really good point because often, you know, as the adults, I say in quotes in the room, we don't know what the latest and the greatest is. And there are things that kids are using that are well beyond our knowledge. um, And they have manipulated them and, and found loopholes and ways around, you know, getting around certain things that are advantageous to them. The, the other issue is that, um, you know, in a classroom situation, there still has to be some integrity and there is some responsibility of the student to, to use that cell phone and that technology appropriately. So, you know, in any situation, whether it's now 2017, 2001, 1996, it doesn't matter. There have always been situations where a student may try and take advantage of the, you know, the, um, ad- things that are set up for them, the, the advantages that are set up, but they're taking advantage of that. So so, so overall, uh, overall, Ruth, do you think that it's a, a good or bad idea to you know, ban cell phones outright in the, in the school? Do the pros outweigh the cons or the other way around? I think it really depends on the school and the student body and how the classrooms are being managed and what the rules are that have been put in place. 
I do really strongly believe that technology in its right place has a tremendous positive effect using, you know, different apps and different, you know, things that you can use um, technology-based. I think that overall, the positives may outweigh the negatives if it's managed properly. And, and you know, the, one of the uh, the thoughts that I saw online, one of the comments I saw was, that, you know, this is an opportunity for kids to learn how to not look at their cell phone. <laughs> you know, like now they're going to know this is not the time, the beginning of the class, the end of the class, that's okay to look. But right now, this is the time where you sort of got to sit still, take notes and not look at your phone. Is, do you think that there's any value in sort of that behavioral training? Absolutely. I mean, that's a, a factor of training yourself on how to manage your own time and your own impulses um, and how to put something away and still be okay with that and to recognize that there's more to the discussion than just what's on your screen, that there is more to life than interacting from across the room through a device, that, you know, lots of classrooms have interactions, discussions, they have, you know, role play situations. So I think if if we've got kids practicing, where where is it appropriate? Is it appropriate to be texting at the dinner table? Um, maybe at home, but maybe not with grandma and grandpa. Or is it appropriate to be using your phone for, you know, to aid you in a certain way, as opposed to just be using it as a social device? Yeah, I appreciate all your help and uh, your uh, expertise on the topic, Ruth. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Uh, that's Ruth Rumack, who is the founder and executive director of, educa- uh, of education at Ruth Rumack's Learning Incorporated.